0: okay and welcome back everybody we are um first thought of the day i'm sitting here with uh, in valley studio one with Aaron ingbrecht as always and chris seacrest as always it's good to be back yeah it sure is but we are joined today with a very special guest um the one the only janelle reiner
1: and when the I'm, crowd goes wild and
0: the crowd loses their collective minds <laughs> um Janelle you are you teach at the middle school and high school is that hard is that, is that weird to do
2: it does require a certain amount of switching gears as you drive across the parking lot yeah
0: I mean you've got like entirely different not just not just different classes but like an entirely different age group you've got you've got people that are fresh out of elementary school all the way to people getting ready to go to college Wow. I mean, indeed, that's a that's a weird thing to think about. So I don't know. I try not to. Yeah. That, well, <laughs> I don't think I would either because I would I'd become a little much. Um, it's, it's always so weird because this this past uh, year or two, I've heard more people say this than 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 ever before, that our band is second to none within in relation to our size. That if you were to go to, to other schools, and I'm not going to call anybody out, but yeah, Ingbrecht is holding up oh, a I sign know. that has a I know, but no, it's uh, it's it's just so interesting because I mean, you pour and pour and pour into these kids, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, it's like what what makes you do that every day? Like, what's what gets you motivated for that?
2: Well, I always say, I'm always on the receiving end. I feel like of the work because i am the one that stands in front sure every day so i get to hear it all come together and that is highly satisfying gratifying it has to be yeah. you hear all the pieces come together sure and that's just got the endorphins and the dopamine and everything yeah feeds me every day yeah that's
0: well cool. I, I just i mean i know you probably hear it all the time but uh, we've we're very blessed to have this en- enormous amount of of work that you put in here and I don't know. It's really great. So well, I appreciate keep it. Keep up the good work.
2: I appreciate yeah. it. I feel blessed to to be here and to work with the kids I work with every day.
0: Yeah.
1: We we've got some good ones. We do. Um so Question time. Let's do it. Let's get to our first question. This yeah. is—I I don't know how you're going to answer this. We'll just go for it. Well, it's—it's um, also—it's
0: it's just such a weird kind of a deal because neither of us ever know what we're going to ask each other.
1: It truly is our first thought.
0: Yeah, it, it truly is. So, yeah, go right ahead. So, we all have
1: our routines—daily, weekly routines, things that we do. I want to know if there's one or maybe two daily or weekly activities that you wish you could just drop. Like, man, oh. I do this consistently, just part of what I do, I would love to just be done with it.
0: Goodness gracious. What a really interesting question. Are th- is there something that I wish I could just drop? Ooh, I don't know. I don't, I, I, I'm a, okay, so I'm a creature of habit. Yeah. I love my routine. Sure. And I love my routine because I love routine if I didn't like it, I probably would have already dropped it. Mm. Um, I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. Like even in, in, I'm trying to kind of go through my weekend by my morning, my evening. I don't know. I think it, I'm kind of digging it.
1: All right. You're sticking to it. Yeah. Sticking to your guns. That's it. How, How about, about you, Gmail?
2: Well, <clears throat> there is a part of my routine that I would like to drop and that's worrying. Ah,
0: uh, uh, that's a good call.
2: Yeah. So that's kind of, baked in me, wired in me. And uh, I have to try to keep a check on that.
0: Yeah, it's, so my my wife and I, and now my son, David, he's, he's our only audience member tonight, <laughs> uh, is we have something that we sometimes call the Sunday blues, mm. okay? And and it doesn't happen every Sunday, but if we've had a particularly fun, family-filled weekend, something that we we all went to do, we all have been kind of uh, around and, and have been doing things together, we start to just feel kind of uh, kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys ever feel that way on, on Sunday evenings? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I don't typically on Sundays. I I'm in the stage of my life right now where I really look forward to Monday mornings. Well, that's. fair. Um, yeah but so weekends are pretty Friday exhausting mornings you start to feel yeah
0: <laughs> now it's and and i the the odd part about it is that i love what i do yeah i mean i i, I feel like i kind of bring it every day sure. i feel like the kids kind of I, I love my kids and i love what we do but i just i don't know i it's just the well i'm not going to be able to do that for a little while now yeah. so yeah yeah um So this is kind of dovetailing a little bit into our our discussion today. So this is this is fads part two, and and one of the things that we that we really want to talk about with Miss Reiner today is the idea of musical fads. Sure. Musical, um, like what is a, what goes into a, a hit? Like what is it that makes a song a hit? Why? Did the Beatles? Why were they so successful? Right, like what what made them so special, and what what, what kind of? But and that kind
1: of ties in with what we talked about on our last uh, podcast, which was sustained greatness. Sustained greatness, yeah. And so sorry, keep going. No, that's it's all here, and and that
0: idea, of course, is just is is enormous. For, for it's in your life, um, whether you guys realize it or not. Miss Reiner and I are actually in a band together, and we have been for. It's about 10, 12 years, 10 or 12 years. Mm-hmm. Um, our band name is The Finites, and we play uh, every, every talent show, and we've played a few other gigs along the, the way before too, and, and it's, it's a great deal of fun. But my, my question to you, to you both, um, is there a musical act A singer, a band, a group of some kind, uh, a a genre, maybe that as you listen to them, you don't like to listen to them around other people because it's a little bit embarrassing, Hmm. almost like a guilty pleasure kind of a thing. Is there any of those for you guys?
1: The one that pops into my mind is the Dixie Chicks, which I I don't know what their name is now. They changed it. Are they just the Chicks? Okay um
0: our resident uh country music expert christopher
1: Seacrest here i i don't i I don't know if it's because people like me don't typically like the dixie chicks or what but i think they they've got some good harmonies going on they've got some catchy tunes and yeah i like some of their stuff so that's just the one that pops into my mind cool how
2: about you miss reiner Think most of what I listen to people would find pretty cringy
0: yeah okay <laughs> I mean secret
2: we had an extended
0: discussion about the little river band one time I don't know if you remember that but mm-hmm. that was one of those that not a lot of people love as much as they used to mm-hmm. they don't have as many um, I, I'm not a big modern music person uh, not mm-hmm. as much but boy once in a while once in a while you know like when when i first heard shake it off by taylor swift <laughs> i legitimately if i wanted to could sing every word to that song right now
1: i think yeah i there's a few taylor swift songs that i've heard you belt almost out. certainly yeah. um it, it's one of those
0: that like I'm, I'm more of a rock and roll guy or maybe like an old school country guy mm-hmm. you know kind of pre let's say 1980 or so kind of pre like old school and it's like and suddenly I can sing Katy Perry songs? That's odd, yeah. you know? Um, so yeah, th- a handful of things like that. Um, but yeah, not, not as much modern stuff.
1: There's a, there's another band that just popped in my head too. Yeah. Uh, all American Rejects. Oh my they, goodness. They were a little bit whiny when they sang. That was just kind of the the, the genre there, or, or the, that was kind of the niche that they were filling. But uh, I'm not sure Billboard has a chart for that. The all whiny. <laughs> just I don't know. All their songs were just yeah. kind of like, nah you know, I'm, I'm so sad about teenage angst yeah. and all this. Sure. So that that might be another one that my yeah. my sister and I kind of liked their some of their songs but yeah
0: and before we go any further it is now time to take miss reiner through the
1: (laughs) lightning round all right here we go you get to go first all right so i was joking before but what's your favorite tooth
0: not not so lightning right (laughs) now (laughs) Uh, this is the worst lightning round anyone has ever been a part of bicuspid there we go paper plastic
2: oh paper okay
1: favorite place to spend your money
2: (sighs) (laughs) what money (laughs) she's gonna
0: say like the DMV or something all right wooden nickel oh good call that's a good call mine might be sweet water by the way Mm, but okay uh, next up crunchy or creamy peanut butter
2: a creamy. All
1: right. Yeah. Favorite cartoon?
2: Oh, Looney Tunes. Specifically, anything Daffy Duck.
1: All right.
0: Yeah. All-time favorite movie?
2: Oh, killing me. Um, Never heard of that one. Yeah, yeah. That was a
0: fairly underground classic. Yeah. I can gather.
2: Oh, too many to choose from. Um, Mr. Smith goes to Washington.
1: All right.
0: What kind of Stewart, right? Like in the 1955
1: or something. What kind of jelly are you putting on your peanut butter and jelly sandwich?
2: Most recently, strawberry.
0: (laughs) And last question: What's your favorite thing about working at Valley?
2: Oh, the kids. The kids.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a fairly common answer. Mm-hmm. We have, no that. one ever says the podcast. I don't know if you guys have <laughs> noticed that. No one ever comes in. And, yeah. You know, that first thought of the first thought of the day really gets me through the day. So no. but hey, a, a few, th- a few couple of big news. Items oh, yeah. I just want to throw out um, enormous shout out to uh, Sarah Finney, who is giving us who, who has put together the logo for the pod. Be on the lookout for future merchandise yes. that you might be able to buy for yeah. this.
1: We just sat down today, and we're fine-tuning. Finalizing I, that I think, one. I think we've got a, a winning logo.
0: And I, I spoke with Mr. Uh, Mr. Boys. He is putting the finishing touches on the song nice. as well. And so we should theoretically have a theme song coming out. And I know Mr. Seacrest is really excited about that.
1: Yes. Well, I was just going to say before we dig into... Kind of the music fad stuff, and I get lost, and you guys totally like geek out on it. Which Uh, I can totally see. Which is gonna happen. That's okay. Uh, I I wrote down some additional fads because we were just kind of pulling them out of thin air last time. Sure. Um, and there's actually a music one on here. Maybe you guys can, can correct me cause I'm not
0: death metal polka.
1: There we go. Can't wait. Uh, but I wrote down just some, <laughs> some things that came to mind, like P90X, which oh, would be yeah. one of the many exercise fads that come and go, but sure. I remember that was huge. Uh, baggy jeans. I am seeing less and less of the baggy jeans. I'm seeing less and less jeans, teenage male underwear, which is fantastic. I don't want to see that. And yeah, it's. I, I feel like we've entered a good phase, and I feel like Janelle's holding back her laughter right now. But you have to agree, right? Oh yeah, way less <laughs> from the the late. That was like
0: from the late '90s. Like I just remember that from maybe the '97 up until COVID. Probably a
1: little bit before COVID. <laughs> did COVID scare away the baggage? Maybe it did. <laughs> now that you mention it, I don't know. I don't know that I've seen any of that since then. Keep uh, going. How about? Mouth sprays, like, like was it Binaca. called Benaca? Yes, I wrote that down with a question mark. Cool. I don't see those anymore. No, um,
0: one of my favorite scenes is from Dumb and Dumber when he puts that in. Yes, he's like he spray, he well, misses yeah, his he mouth is.
1: entirely, and he's like, "Ah, oh,
0: that's better." Uh,
1: I put TV sitcoms. I don't know if they're kind of on the outs or or if that's as big as they once were. It I seems like every show
0: that's like making any kind of waves is on a streaming platform now. And it's the most serious thing of all time. Yeah. It's never just there there's no home improvement anymore. Yes.
1: There's no like the family sitcom. Yeah. There there's I mean the full house.
0: The Family Matters. Yes. Those don't exist or or if they do, boy, I'm just not on that right channel sure. here. Yeah, me too. But it feels like every everything that's on is either a reality show or a like just tremendously heavy yes like the i mean every show that comes out is seems to be a spin-off of another show and it's just uh so if anybody out there listening that has a good recommendation for a nice family sitcom yeah hit us up
1: yep uh stonewashed jeans that's kind of come and gone sure. with different fashions open flannel shirts that's something that's I'm that's seeing true. come back.
0: Ah, a little bit, like yeah. the open flannel yeah, yeah.
1: shirt. I've, I actually noticed a few more today.
0: I, I was walking down the hall. I, I wore my flannel last week. Um, and someone said, wow, you look like you're in Nirvana. <laughs> and I'm like, you're too young to even know who Nirvana is. That's right. That was, I don't know. That's kind of great.
1: Uh, did you mention the ice bucket challenge? That think, was big. I think I did. Or I okay. thought it.
0: I'll take uh, full credit, though, no matter inter- what. Internet, what
1: happened. internet chat rooms. Oh, those yeah. Those were huge back in the i am yes late 90s <laughs> early 2000s uh i put napoleon dynamite down because there was just a huge i don't know napoleon dynamite or napoleon dynamite quotes and
0: everybody just, had everybody yeah. had a vote for pedro shirt everybody had like their favorite one something about a liger or a give me some of your thoughts. there we go or, yes yeah.
1: Uh, i put beanie babies i think that i don't know if we had mentioned that but that was a huge one from back yeah. in the 90s nigerian prince emails <laughs>
0: that's true send me 75 dollars, or yes I'll...
1: uh i asked some students they said converse with dresses i i don't remember that one but can't tell you how I, many dresses I, guess,
0: I wore with my converse
1: yeah yeah and then here's one and i think i think it was ska music Oh yeah, kind of a comeback. It was it the late '90s, early late late '2000s? 90s, yeah, yeah.
0: Some some really good bands during that era. I know that Mr. Hutton and I were talking a, a couple weeks ago about the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Yes, about real big fish. I don't know if it, these are ringing a bell yeah. for anybody. Even like like a the the No Doubt kind of a vibe mm-hmm. back then. We, as you're mentioning all these, I'm thinking of. Chuck Norris quotes
1: oh man yeah Chuck Norris was huge
0: I mean like I think everybody had their favorite one yes did you have a favorite one
1: uh nothing comes to mind right now
0: here's my favorite one Chuck Norris doesn't do push-ups he just pushes the earth away a little out of time (laughs) that's just great right it's just so crazy I've got a statistic, guys. Think about this one. Think about this statistic because I know you're a Beatles fan. Miss Reiner's a Beatles fan. We've we've really gone. We've we've talked about the Beatles for you know years now. Listen to this statistic, and if I've shared this on the pod before, I apologize. But um, the Beastie Boys, right? They're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. They are one of the biggest acts. We would, I would say, one of the most influential acts of the '80s and '90s right, as far as fusing kind of rock and roll with some rap and hip hop kind of all together with making it popular, making it accessible for for middle America, let's just call it. But listen to this statistic, Um, the Beastie Boys have had a total in their entire musical career of three top 40 hits ever. That sounds a little crazy to me, I don't know. It's it's one of those that only three top 40 hits to be that successful and that influential. Three. You right?
1: Three. I, I don't know the Beastie Boys that well.
0: All right. Fine. But to put that into context, the Beatles.
1: Oh boy, here we go.
0: Had 29 top 40 hits in 1964. Jeez. Let that just sink in. Yeah. The Beastie Boys who are legendary and have so many like followers and, and when people think back, if, if you were to ask people kind of in the, the biz, they would say, This is this is enormous. Right. The Beatles took them around the block several times. Wow. You know? Yeah. So what made the Beatles so great? Because I think you and I would agree, pretty great. They had it. They, they had a couple of good songs in there, you know. They did.
2: Well, I think um, Lennon and McCartney, the songwriting team, they just had endless ideas. Um, Unmatched. You know they could they could write the lyrics. They could write phenomenal melodies. That was just their their gift, and sure. that doesn't come along every day. Um, so to me, and most people favor john or paul yeah because their writing styles were a little different but they worked so well together i mean
0: i heard a i heard a story one time about because those of you that don't know um look at the the, any kind of songwriting credit for the the beatles it will always say lennon mccartney Hmm. right and it's alphabetical and it's usually lennon dash mccartney and um it was they asked uh they asked Paul McCartney They said what was it like when John Lennon wrote yesterday for you and he's like what are you talking about i wrote that song right but his name came first and it's that that kind of that moment of uh you know um how about you any reflections on the beatles
1: so yeah i've got the, you know their number one hits album and when you listen to it i think it's i think it's in order of like the timeline sure uh, uh, probably twist and shout date. early
0: yeah. on or something it, like yeah that. whatever
1: whatever their first hit to their like most recent and the most like 1970 <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you yeah. know but uh, sure yeah um, it, it follows the timeline i think um it's interesting to hear the difference between their music early on and how it evolves over time and i think i think it's it's really impressive that they were able to evolve that way. I agree. And, and maybe change with the times. And it's, it's, it's such an interesting
0: idea because as we're talking fads here, um, they're a group that, as you mentioned last week, they're the number one group of all time, mm-hmm. right? um it's number number two i think was the rolling stones which were contemporaries it was i mean they were it was right there i can't remember what it was you gave it
1: stones might have been four okay. I, don't, I don't remember but
0: even even still to be in the top five all time and a contemporary sure. is kind of wild yeah um what are some musical fads that you guys remember that you kind of that that you think back and you just legitimately don't care for
1: there the, mo- the Macarena comes to mind. Macarena, oh my goodness, yeah,
0: <laughs> and and that's such a such a weird song that everybody kind of knows it, even still. Yeah, like it's one of those that it was it was enormous in the '90s, but everybody still knows it. You know? Yeah. Like I, I still that the 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 rap metal fusion of the late 90s you know with Mm corn and you know eventually like lincoln park yeah that's something that just never resonated with me
1: interesting i could
0: never get into that you know it's one of those that i i get it i get why it was interesting but it never resonated i I liked okay full disclosure i liked rage against the machine but they were they were they were having a different they were a completely different beast
1: i kind of liked lincoln park
0: yeah, yeah, they were. I think one of the biggest selling artists of the 2000s. Yeah, like one of the top ten. How about you?
2: Um, I don't know if I'd call it a fad, but when basically country music turned into rock and roll. Oh, yeah. there we go. Okay, <laughs> sure.
0: It, probably the 90s then. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was rough.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Is
1: that f- is that when it lost its western? tag when it was country western and then it was just uh, now it feels like
0: it's country and hip-hop kind of it's the the you know old town road is kind of the the anthem now yeah um i don't think i would have liked disco if i lived through that you know i was still quite a bit too young to really groove on (laughs) disco much but
1: i'm not a disco fan either yeah
0: yeah um but speaking of uh of disco. Mr. Ingbrecht has for us some some birthdays. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that he's got. Um, I, I think it's really telling or really interesting to, to think about music. It's I'm not a, a, a. What is it called? Zodiac person. I don't I don't really I know that I'm a Taurus but I don't really know what I'm not supposed to interact with what kind of people or what that does or what that (laughs) makes me. Am I like a hot-headed or, or silly or what is it? Um, but, so I'm not really a believer in that, but I do think it's interesting to, to note what was number one on the charts when you were born. Um, so I'll lead off, um, for me in, uh, in 1978, any guesses, by the way, in April of 78, what was the number one song? Yeah, any?
2: Was it something from Greece? That's not a bad guess. Because that was, when that 78? I think you're probably right. Okay.
0: Um, the number one song, 1978, for me, was uh, in in april of 78 was jive talking by the oh, Bee Gees. so as okay. a guy who sure. doesn't care for disco that was my number one that was what was the most popular mm-hmm. at the time
2: i think i know song of the year for the year i was born oh. but i don't know about november the month i was born okay necessarily but well well i've got that
0: well here we oh, go okay what was number one when miss reiner was born
1: Chanel reiner this is your life it was i can help by billy swan
2: i have never yes you have yes you have okay
1: there it is yeah
0: i do know that i can help
1: yeah i mean he says it like several times yeah
2: it would do me good to do you good i can help right yeah something like that
1: yeah. Well played. Maybe we'll have uh, Seacrest weave in some of the, the song.
2: Yeah, there. please take out that part where I was singing and put in the actual <laughs> song. Thank
0: you. I'm sure we can get the credit for that. Our yeah. budget allows for that kind <laughs> of... Uh... <laughs> By the way, uh, any sponsors out there, please let us know. We'd happily entertain some offers. Um, how about you, Mr. Ingbrecht? What was number one when you were born in
1: 1946? Yes. This is uh, actually November 25th, 1982, up Where We Belong.
2: Oh, that's a great song.
1: Yeah. Would you like by, to give that Joe one? By Joe Crocker a s- and Jennifer Warnes.
0: Love lift us up. Nope. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I, I got us up to the high part, and uh, then I decided to, to just walk away. I didn't want to scare any children who might be listening to this or unleash any dogs that are nearby.
1: This, by, th- this by the way, is according to mybirthdayhits.com. So, Which is
0: the most reputable yeah. birthday hits website. I mean, who knows? We've all gone to several of them. That's the best.
1: How about Seacrest? Secret uh... Living in the loca. Is it? Mm-hmm. You know that? Now, right. that brings
0: us to this, th- this. This idea, kind of one of the, the last things I would imagine we'll talk about here. One hit wonders. What makes something a one hit wonder? Like, uh, when I say the word, when I say the word one hit wonder what do you think of like what song comes to your mind when i say one hit wonder go
1: i ran by flock of seagulls mm-hmm. that's that's the one that comes that to my mind. might be the one that was going through my head too. <laughs> wow legitimately <laughs> but i've seen i've seen something where the the singer of that band hates that song because it's like the one that people you know loved and latched on to and And they they probably have it so much i hate it
0: they probably have some artistic like they they have other things they like and they probably have more heart into it and this one was that one yeah that one was a great one um
1: and i like that song i really do
0: i I also think of macarena oh yeah yeah um and 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 i know that Who's, who's even the artist it was a band called los del rio there we go And they, uh, they, they were like enormous. They were a a big band, but they, they somehow got on a crossover kick. And you mentioned the Ricky Martin song there. I know he had other hits, but that in my, like my little limited frame of reference is still a one hit wonder, Hmm. you know, I also think of ice ice baby when I think of one hit wonder again, I know he had other singles, but that's one of those songs that at the time because i I think for 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 people who were really into music one hit wonders you you hate them at the time sure right you you kind of like it for a week then you hear it way too much and then you're sick of it and kind of hate it and then 20 years later you're back to kind of liking it again you know sure yeah that whole idea of of ice ice baby for me is that i was like i hate this song and now but now though my son is going through the phase of he hates that
1: song now so I, I think one hit wonders have the ability to transport you back in time maybe better than like artists who have several hits because they it's they
2: very put specific you in a, yeah very
0: that's specific a great time. call
1: how
0: about you miss Rainer, what do you think of one hit wonder wise
2: well i just think of <clears throat> like the 1960s mm-hmm. had tons sure of oh, yeah. those um so a lot of times it's called like bubblegum rock or bubblegum pop um but I really like a lot of that music because it is it, it's mostly studio musicians. Right. But. Um, yeah, I think the songs are great, like they're great quality
0: and they're they're fun. Like exactly. They, they tend to be much more wholesome sure. than a lot of the other. Right. You know,
2: acid, psychedelic sure. rock at the time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like the. Uh, yeah. Um, like, and, and some of these, like, people know really well, like the, the the purple people eaters from that era, the does your chewing gum lose its flavor on the bedpost, hmm. right? That's the, the song. That, those are the kind of songs that people kind of latch on <laughs> As as I'm getting judged for being old apparently <laughs> over here. I don't whatever. Um, what, what are some other one hit wonders that you guys think of
1: um, or that you liked maybe? You know, I don't know if MC Hammer had any other hits. I can't think of them but can't touch this that was would have been that was enormous i mean i i have no idea if he had other stuff
0: he did i mean too yeah. legit
1: to quit oh there we go was yeah big. okay he okay. had the
0: song called pray mm-hmm. you gotta pray just to make it today
1: i don't remember that was that. pretty great but i do remember too legit to quit
0: yeah, yeah. pretty fun um any others kind of come to mind because yeah. I, I i yeah tequila yeah, that's true, and, and I know that one from the Pee Wee Herman movie, the, the song <laughs> "Tequila," you know. But so, uh, like, what? Just sort of as a as a as an idea here, what what is it? And for Miss Reiner, you you know this better than all of us combined. What makes something a hit? Like, what is it that that a, a song has that that takes it from being? And al- takes it from being not recorded to recorded to being an album track to being a single to being a hit to being part of our actual DNA and that we can sing every word because hmm. my bet is the, the Beatles album that you were referencing the top hits or whatever yeah. that's part of our societal core mm-hmm. we, we as a people know every word to yellow submarine we know every single word to let it be why (laughs) so yeah go right ahead finish that thought answer that one perfectly i don't know
2: i mean to me it's like the melody you know the melody has to be interesting and it has to sound different than everything else and other things it has to turn into an earworm basically (laughs) you know but a great melody will do that sure and um sometimes the earworm is wanted and then it becomes unwanted i suppose but um yeah you know like i said you know paul and john had a great gift for for writing those melodies, yeah. um, but they also had the talent, you know, to, they to have the play chops too. Yeah, yeah, they they played all of it um, themselves. Um, you know, in the old days, I don't I don't know so much about it, what it's like now. But you know, the recording company would make a lot of those decisions. Hmm. You know this this song is going to be the first single we released the, the artist didn't really get to decide those things a lot of the time yeah and so you'll so hear your producer yeah kind of actually yeah. Uh, uh, yeah so actually you know you might hear interviews with people and say well we felt like this was going to be this was our best work and this was going to be the single mm-hmm. but our producer said no this is the hit so a lot of times it's decided by other people yeah that's you know? great so I, I think to, that, that know the industry,
0: the, you the, know, that know it, you know, inside and out. And, and it's really interesting. Like when you think of, for me, my, my first fad that I think I really was aware of was probably in the mid to late eighties, which was hair metal, hmm. that idea of, of bands like, like poison and, and even to, you know, like Motley Crue kind of, uh, Guns N' and Roses and, and all the kind of smaller bands that, that go along with it, they all had a lot of one-hit wonders too but they also were just wildly different than what they usually played because all the hits for them were really those big kind of the those anthems, right? Like those ballads that they, they wouldn't have so much of um, So yeah, that's a great call, you know, to have a Uh, a a really good melody some at least some some decent lyrics that kind of has that too any thoughts about hits
1: i don't know um music has not always resonated with me as much as it has you two. probably i mean it's your career janelle and chris it's your i don't even know it's go-to it's like your personality it's my go-to yeah
0: yeah that's that's a
1: good call um yeah, so,
0: I... so send us comments, send us what are, what are some things we missed? I'm certain we missed a lot. Um, send us your, your birthday song too. That'd be kind of neat to know who, what, uh, what are some of those songs? My, uh, my son is now 11 years old. His song was party rock anthem. Um, nice. which was, uh, a little different than my mom's, which was the original release of Rudolph the red Nosed reindeer. <laughs> How about that? So, um, so yeah, we, we hope you guys have enjoyed listening to us here. Um, be sure to check us out. We're now on, on Spotify. We are on, um, basically all the, the, the platforms, um, that, that we that you could probably name, but big shout out to Podbean. bean. They, they're the ones that have, that still sort of hold the the platform um, to what we do and how we do it. And enormous shout out to to Chris Seacrest here in Viking studios, number one for having mm-hmm. us on again today. And, uh, Yeah, well, we will catch you next time. Thank you again, Janelle, for being here. And we hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week.
1: Take care.